In the Kutis Sichas Chelik Aleph, in the Sicha, the first Sicha for Parshas Kedoshim, on page 254. In this Sicha, the Rebbe is going to explain the connection and how the first three mitzvahs mentioned in this Parsha, which is Kedoshim and... Um, how they follow each other and their connections amongst themselves. And uh, basically the message of the Sikha is that uh, a Jew needs to be distinguished uh, in all aspects, uh, even in uh, seemingly matters which... Uh, all human beings uh, share and they're similar, they look alike uh, yet uh, there needs to be a kedoshim, there needs to be a sanctity, there needs to be a holiness, a separation in the way uh, a Jew does uh, business the way he eats and even things that are permissible, we'll learn inside Parshish Kedoshim on 254, Aleph The first The first three commands in the beginning of this portion of the portion of Kedoshim are Aleph number one, Kedoshim to you, you shall be holy. As the Rebbe will explain, what does it mean here, you shall be holy? Uh, base number two is Ish Imo a man should fear his mother and father. And Gimel and number three, as Shabsoisei Tishmeru, that you shall keep the Shabbos. This is the first three commands that the, the Parsha begins with. In Torah is the Chalz Bediuk. So everything in Torah is exact. Um, so the fact that these are the three and they are uh, follow one another, Muzmin Zogun, so therefore we need to say, as dos vos didrait sivuyim kumen suzamen, this that these three commands are come together, are joined together, uh, they're um, follow each other together in the beginning is Eich Bediuk. That is also uh, specific, this is also uh, accurate. When the Zainat then there is a connection amongst themselves. So we're going to explain what is the connection between Kedoshim, Ishim, Evaviv, Tidohu, as Shabsayset Shmeidu. So the first thing is we have to explain what does uh, Kedoshi mean. The Rebbe will explain in days that Kedoshi means that you shall be holy, means you should be separate, means you should be distinguished, uh, different. Um, so he explains like this, a noise base. Kedusha main do havdolam. Kedusha in this place means uh, the meaning of Kedusha over here is havdolam, separation, distinction. Just as we find in the end of the Sadra and Kedoshim state, like the the, 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 the verse states, You shall be Kedoshim. And then the Pasik says, And I separate you from the nations. So you see that when you become Kedosh, means that I separate you from the nation. What's meant? Which means as Eden Darfus and Ovgitailed from the Umasailam that the uh, Jewish people need to be uh, separated uh, from and distinguished of the nations of the world. 
VS state, as the verse states in Shemois Lamad Gimel Posik to Zion, it says, Viniflinu Aniv Amcha, Vikolom Asherah Pneha Adoma, that we will be distinguished, me and your people. This is Moshe Rabbeinu saying to Hashem, to Kodesh Baruch Hu, when he was praying to Kodesh Baruch Hu after the so we should be distinguished, me and your people, from all the nations that are on the face of the earth. So that distinction, the Pasuk is saying to you that they need to behave in a distinct way, in a way of condition. So when we instruct someone uh, to be uh, distinct, uh, different, separate in a special way, that instruction is only necessary in matters that they could confuse them or they look alike, that they're similar. Uh, you don't have to make a distinction, or you don't have to say somebody should distinguish himself if they are uh, already different uh, before uh, they uh, are observing the command. So therefore, uh, this uh, instruction to be Kaddish applies to items in which the all human beings share, the Jew and non-Jew are alike. Um, and in those matters we tell them that the Kaddishim is. That we will point out now that with regards to Torah, which um, only you didn't have, you can't say they should be distinct because they are uh, to begin with, the Torah belongs to the Jews is only something which applies to the Yidin. So, can't tell them to be distinct because the uh, others don't have a connection to Torah at all. But when the Torah tells extinct, it is in those matters uh, in which we share, in just the worldly, optional matters which a Yid and a non-Yid do alike, the Yid has to be extinct. That is the Indian Kaddish. The Indian Abdullah is Naitik. The uh, idea of separation is important on Shaykh and it applies not in Yonim, only in such matters which outwardly they are similar. So likewise, this command that you should be wholly distinct, that you should be distinguished, separated to you, here we're not talking about that the Jews should do Torah mitzvahs. That's not necessary to make him distinct. Because to that, to Torah, the nation of the world, to begin with, have no connection. So we don't have to have a command to be distinguished because they're not, doesn't apply to them. Because the Pasik says the Torah is only to Yidmagidvarovli he tells his instructions goes only to Yaakov, only to the Jewish people. He hasn't done though to any to all other nations. So therefore, that's doesn't uh, that's not what we're talking about when we say you should be kedoshim, you should be holy. Here we're dealing only with matters that are optional. Eating, drinking, doing business, and similar. And so on. But since there is a need in plug, which, as far as that, the Jewish people seemingly in plug, superficially on the outside, there is a the same, there is an equality, they look the same, 
to uh, other nations. So here the Torah tells us now that you must be distinguished in those matters which you are similar to the non-Jews. The Jew has to be distinguished, has to be Kedoshim. How could it possibly be? When you find yourself in worldly matters, matters of this world, and especially during the time that we are in exile, which is a a darkness. It's a dark time, which is doubled and quadrupled. So how could we in them kedusha? How could be in those physical matters, and uh, those optional matters? How could there be holiness there? How could there be distinction? How could there be a separation? That's why the Pasik says, Kedoshim to you. It says, Kikodish Ani. For I am holy. Eden. Because the Jews, Wherever they find themselves, They are tied. They're connected with Hashem. Hashem is saying, You can be holy because I am holy. And you're connected to me. You are connected with. Ata Kodesh, which Hashem is a Kodesh. The Far, Zayin Eichzei Kodesh. They too are a holy nation. So the Yidden can accomplish Kedusha and be separated and different because they are connected to the separation and the Kedusha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and therefore they have the ability to remain Kodesh. Bees, their sanctity is uh, to the extent the Jew can be Kodesh. He can actually be uh, similar and almost like the sanctity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Rebbe is making here a reference to the um, to the Drash of Chazal which says that when it says in the Pasik Kedoshim uh, Tiyu so the um, the Medrash says, Yochel Kamani, that uh, when the says to Yid, you should be holy, you might think that it means uh, being holy as a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's the, the extent of your holiness. So the Medrash continues, that's what the Post says, Ki Kaddish Ani Hashem Alekechem, that I am holy, that Kiddushasi Lemaile Mekdushascha, meaning Hashem is holier than your Kiddusha. But the Moira Naim brings down, as the Rebbe brings down here, that in this case, he translates the words Yochel Kamani, not as to say you could think that you could make the Kedusha like Hashem, but Yochel Kamani, Benechusa, meaning, yes, you are able to be Kamani. And the way the continuation of the Drosha there is, is that Kedushosi Lemailo is. That my kedusha above comes from the kedusha of a yid, and that's why you can take it, make the kedusha as explained elsewhere. But this is the level that a yid can come to that level of kedusha because he's connected with Hashem. Okay, so now we understand what is the first commandment of kedushim to you. And in Ois base, in Ois Gimel, the Rebbe will explain that the uh, principle in, in Yiddishkeit is to always make sure to uh, t- 
take every idea and transmit it and to give it over uh, to the next generation, to others, to impact others, not to just satisfy ourselves. So once we do and we have the idea of Kedoshim to you, we come to the Ish Imoi to know, we come to father and mother, to becoming father and mother, to make sure that we transmit and we give over this concept of the Kedusha that we have, that our children also uh, live and behave in that kind of a manner. The Tachlis Funa'idin is Dochnit nor alein to sein kodesh. The goal, the purpose, the ultimate goal of a yid is is not just alein to sein kodesh, just to be holy yourself. Nor ve'eshteit of an eshtenid, but rather as it's written with regards to the first Jew, who's Avram Avinu. So what does the Torah say about Avram Avinu? So the pasuk says. Over there the Pasuk says, I love him, ki yidaitiv, I know him, I love him, because asher yitzave es bonov es beise achra v'shomru derech Hashem, derech Havaya. The reason is because he will instruct his uh, sons and his family after him, and they will keep the way of Hashem. So we see that by Avram, it was a main part is that he goes ahead and he teaches this way of Hashem to the family member. Uh, that follow of the Rev Kum So now we have the second command Ish Imoiv Tiro. A man should uh, fear his mother and father. Uh in them is Marubas Khiva Sakinuch. So here we're uh, telling us the obligation of uh, education. Because they fear you meaning that you need to be there to teach them. Uh, there should be uh, a transmission from the Avi Imoi and and then that they should give over to their uh, children. The because those who educate first, there's teachers, there's other people that takes place later. But the first educators are the Avi That's their mother and the father. The mother and the father, the kinder, the mother and the father need to bring into their children is to give to their children them give feel they have to give them the feeling from the that they are different of the whole world that they're different they are members of a goy kodesh of a holy nation uh, so that's the uh, obligation of the chinuch to give this kedoshim to uh, transmit it to the children and in this verse, we talk first about the mother, because it really begins from the mother. On their Seder HaKosav, as the Rebbe continues, the order of the verse is, Freyer the mother, first the mother, because she is the main, uh, the uh, principal of the house. And the main uh, Part of the education in uh, actuality, leaked by it in the hand, is in the lies in the hand of the woman, of the mother, of the house. So the Torah is telling you how to transmit. It says imoy and then aviv, and then of course eventually in the other means of uh, various ways of education. But that's the second in line to the imoy aviv tiro. In Ois Dalit, the Rebbe is going to further explain. How the Shabbos Tishmeru, keeping the Shabbos, follows these first two instructions that by 
the Shabbos is the key to help influence the children uh, and yourselves to this idea of being holy and being distinguished. Inside. How do you in, influence children and also yourselves as a zain that it should be that me and your people should be distinguished, meaning that there is a distinction between the Jewish people and the nations. If them come the this is why we have the third command as you guard my Shabbos. Shabbos is an ois. Shabbos is a sign. Shabbos is a sign. Shabbos is a tzeichen. That is a sign between God and the Jewish people. As but tzeichen, what is this a sign of? What does this point to? What is this sign? It tells us about the amuna in Chidush Ha'ilam. It's the belief in the creation, the renewal of the world. And it strengthened that amuna. Shabbos strengthens the belief in the creation of the world and strengthens it. The Gewisskeit, that certainty, as that Eberstedt is the Bashefer from the Welt, that God is the creator of the world, and leads with it constantly. He constantly, God is the one that's leading the world. That is what Shabbos is a sign. Shabbos reinforces that idea. In that belief that Hashem is the one that runs the world, that is something which Jews are distinguished from all the nations of the world. The nations of the world, they say, their view is, as the Rebbe's developed, that God sort of uh, left the world in the hand from the Sternomazolis, in the hands of, under the care of the stars and the constellations, so that they are in control. God gave it to them. God has let go of the earth, the land, the world. In the hands of the stars and the constellations. But Jews are connected through their belief, through their belief, they're connected with Hashem, which is beyond nature. Uh, they don't need to uh, consider nature. Nature is not of their consideration. The estate, uh, as the, the uh, it says, it says, from the signs of the heaven, do not fear. However, but it's the goyim, the nations should fear for them. There are certain natural uh, uh, phenomena that take place in the world and signs in the world, which are based on nature, which the verse over there references says that those are things that should scare the nations of the world. They should be afraid because they are connected to the nature of the world. But the Jewish people says, they need not fear these phenomena, these occurrences that take place because the Jew is connected not to the nature but to the Hashem which is above nature. This is the 
novelty of Shabbos uh, over the six days of the week. The weekdays, the weekly days. By the Bria state, Lamed Beis Pam Malikim. By the creation of the world, which took place in the six days, it's 32 times mentions the word Elikim. By Yomer Elikim, by Daber Elikim, by Yar Elikim, all Elikim, 32 times. Uh, the numerical value of the word Lamed Beis, which is 32, is Begimatria Hateva. So the hay and the tes is uh, 14, and bays is 16. Plus the ayin is 70, equals 86. And the name of Elikim also equals 86, because the aleph and the lamad is 31, and hay is 5 is 36, and the yud is 46, and then the mem, the mem is 86. So Likim is big matriateva. So the weekday is connected to nature. Over Shabbos is Shabbos lahavaya. Over there is a Shabbos is lahashem. That's not a Likim, but it's Shem Havaya. Havaya, which is hoive v'yiyeki echod. That is, is, was, and will be, or is, will be, uh, was, is, will be, at one, uh, together. That's not nature, because nature is man, is time. They're not together, but here it's together, because Havai is Lamayim Atava. That's why Shem Havai represents all together, because it's higher than Teva. So this is what Shabbos is. Shabbos is higher than Teva. And Shabbos was given specifically to the Jew. And not the nation of the world. To the extent that we say the Akum Shabbos Misa, that a guy who keeps Shabbos is uh, guilty by for death. So we see how much the Shabbos is connected only to a yid. Because their connection, the connection of the nations of the world is to the Shem Elikim, which equals Teva. So the observance of Shabbos, what the Pesach says, Shabbos is the way to uh, get that message, the constant message, that we need to be Kedoshim, that we are separate, that there is distinction, because Shabbos represents the Amunah B'Hashem, and in a way of a distinction, which only is belongs to a year. But this is the second This is also the second hint in Shabbos, which is Yitzias Mitzrayim, going out of Mitzrayim, meaning going out of limitations. Uh, Shabbos, we don't have the limitations of the world, the nature, but it's Shem Avaye. We're going out of all boundaries and all limits of nature. Uh, which is based on the Chinuch giving us the idea of Shabbos. That Shabbos we rest, we don't do all the weekday work that's sort of showing us that we are not under the limitations of the world, but we're exodus of Egypt because uh, the worldly things are not practiced on Shabbos. We don't do all the things that are usually done on Shabbos. Through keeping the Shabbos, up in them by uh, 
guarding the sign of Farbund and the connection zwischen Eden mit Neibrishten that is between Jews and Hashem and God which is beyond nature through strengthening our belief as Eden seine nicht untergeworfen zu Teva that we are not subject to nature and subjugated to nature nor seinen Obgehit but they are guarded durch Hashgacha Pratis through divine providence from the Mevishna lane from Hashem himself and Poyotman by Zich then you can impact yourself on Azoyer by the Kinder and also uh, your children them Kedoshim to you that to be holy, that as a feeling in Yonim Gashim Kedusha, that even in physical matters it needs to be that it will be Kedusha. But because you have the uh, strong belief as the Gashmis from Eden that also the physicality of a Jew is is connected with I am holy with the holiness of Hashem, meaning that everything in nature is also Hashem. The Dvarim Arshus. When we ask Dvaiter in Parsha, as he continues later on in that portion, as Shibsoi say, Tishmoiru umigdoroshi umigdoshi tiro. Keep my Shabbos, and then you fear my sanctuaries. Somach Shabbos lemigdosh. That he places the Shabbos next to Migdash. That when you guard the Shabbos, Poil Taid, a Jew. Effects as that all matters should be should be a sanctuary and a resting place, a sanctity for Hashem, blessed be He. So that is the Mikdoshi Tudo you make from the Dvarim Gashmim as a result of the Shabsoyset of the realization of the Amun and higher than Tava that even the Gashmis is a Mikdash is connected to Kodesh Ani, is a Kodesh to Hashem. This is Mesichas Achrin Shal Pesach Tov Shin Yud Zion.